0: What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Dynasty Coaches Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, as always, Coach Meany, along with Coach Charlie here. Um, I didn't realize this is our 21st episode, Charlie. Wow.
1: Time really flies, huh?
0: Yeah, I didn't think that we were at that point. So it's cool that we've been able to do this for 21 uh, episodes. So hopefully we can keep going as long as we can. So... Um, we got a good show for you today. We got a, a couple things in the news. We finally got training camp going here, so there's some uh, stories to talk about. Finally, um, and then it's going to be the Dynasty QB show. We've got we're going to talk about a lot of the QBs for this year and upcoming years, and then we will finish it off with some uh, trades that we found on uh, the the Dynasty Nerds uh, Facebook page. So let's go ahead and get into it here. Um, We'll start with Chris Carson retiring. Um, I don't know how much this uh, affects the running game in Seattle right now because I wasn't really predicting Chris Carson to have a big role at all this year, even if he were to come back. But what do you think it does for that running game?
1: (laughs) Well, um, I certainly think it means more for Rashad Penny than it does for Kenneth Walker. Mm -hmm. Um, Because if Chris Carson was, you know, going to be ready to play this year, I think he was going to kind of get more of the carries on the ground than anything else. Because I think the Seahawks see Kenneth Walker as a good uh, passing game piece to start out with in his career. Mm -hmm. Um, So with Carson gone, that opens up more carries on the ground for Rashad Penny um and i mean there have been projections from a lot of various experts and those close to the seahawks camp saying that penny's in line to get 20 plus carries a game yeah which you know is, is a really good thing you know obviously we don't know what the situation is going to end up looking like long term with walker and penny there if penny leaves his agent or whatever but at least for this year um i do like rashad penny in this seattle backfield um but i don't know all the best to chris carson neck injuries can be very serious i still remember um former Giants running back David Wilson, who first-round pick in 2012. And mm-hmm. I thought he had all the talent in the world, but a neck injury forced him to leave the game early. And, you know, things like these, you want to make sure you prioritize your health over anything else. Oh,
0: yeah, definitely naked. Ne- neck and back injuries, I think, are uh, definitely you need to prioritize your, your health over anything. But he uh, had a pretty good career for a seventh-round pick. I mean.
1: Oh, yeah, it's rare you see anyone drafted that late and yeah. have any type of success. So good for Chris Carson. He had a solid career. I hear you. For sure, for sure. Let's
0: go and move on here. Julio Jones signs a one-year contract with the Buccaneers, and Chris Godwin avoids the Pub List. They just signed Russell Gage. He looked like he was going to be a uh, a sleeper, possible big-time player, uh, late in the dress. What? I mean, I don't have Russell Gage as anything anymore. What about you?
1: Russell Gage? Yep. Absolutely down the toilet. I mean... Before Julio Jones, we all thought Russell Gates would kind of be a, a bit of a flex play because being in the box offense with Brady and God, with Godwin, it looked like Godwin was going to be on the pub list and yeah. you know, maybe be out for a few games. But with Godwin avoiding the pub list, that's a, a lot of optimism for Tampa Bay that Godwin's going to be ready to start the year, which honestly I did not expect after his injury at the oh. end of last year. Yeah. So um, it's looking like the wide receiver women, Tampa Bay is going to be healthy. And with Julio Jones coming in to join the party, I don't think Julio Jones is going to do anything spectacular, but I do think he will take away the opportunities that Russell Gage would have gotten. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I mean, I still think Mike Evans is the unquestioned wide receiver one here. Um, I think Chris Godwin is going to be the the between-the-sticks guy that he's always been that gives him low-end wide receiver one, wide receiver two value. Julio is going to be maybe a low-end wide receiver. fleet, could be the occasional flex, and Russell Gage is basically droppable at this point.
0: Yeah, I think all of them kind of take a hit, obviously, except for Brady. Um, Evans, I think, before this news and before I thought Godwin was going to be on the pup list, I had Evans. I mean, he had very realistic chances of finishing his wide receiver one this year. Um, But I think that still drops. But like you said, he's still going to be the number one wide receiver in this offense. It'll be interesting to see if it was was Julio Jones done. Or was it just because the Tennessee offense is so run heavy with Derrick Henry in there? Um, so it'll be interesting to see if Julio Jones can put up how uh, even 75% of what he was in
1: uh, Atlanta. Because if they did, I mean, I mean, this is going to be the best quarterback he's ever played with. Oh, yeah. And are
0: probably going to be in the running for the Super Bowl again.
1: Yeah, and I mean, we saw what he did with Matt Ryan throwing him the football. Mm-hmm. Matt, Ryan, Matt Ryan is obviously no slouch, but Tom Brady is Tom Brady. Yeah, so sure, sure. it's it's a good it's a, it's it's not a bad thing. It's going to be a plus for Julio compared to his short stint in Tennessee, which was a flop. Yeah, I agree. to so move on
0: here. J.K. Dobbins starts the starts camp on the pup list. Um, injured last year in the preseason came out recently that uh, it wasn't just the ACL tear that everybody thought it was. They added uh, Mike Davis. They got Gus Edwards. Uh, What do you think this does to the Ravens' backfield, and where do you have Dobbins
1: ranked right now? Well, um, it's not what you want to hear, because I remember reports Dobbins himself was refuting the fact that he was going to start on the puppets, and obviously that ended up not being the case, so that's not a good thing. Um. Obviously, I don't know how long he's going to end up being out for, if he's going to be missing a lot of games, but it's there's not a lot behind him there. I mean, Gus Edwards, I guess, when we saw what he could do when he had his shares, Gus Edwards is a powerful runner, but if the not going to be much in the passing game because that's not Mike Davis' style. Um, this drops uh, uh, Dobbins a few spots in my dynasty rankings. He's still young enough to where he can come in and, and you know, be productive in, in, in for the next couple two or three years at least, I would say. But um, the 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 injuries are not a good thing, and we're seeing that more and more today with a lot of these running backs. You know, unless even Derrick Henry suffered an injury last year, it's there is rare to see you know a running back staying healthy all the time. I, mean, I guess besides Jonathan Taylor, um, I mean Najee Harris is a rookie last year, but. Not a lot of running backs are able to stay healthy, and J.K. Dobbins is just joining that long, long list. Yep. I read
0: somewhere that the preseason pup list is different than the uh, regular season pup list, whereas regular season, I think, is four weeks, if I'm not mistaken. But preseason, you can go on the pup list today and come off tomorrow. Oh, okay. From what I've heard. so We'll
1: have to to pay attention to his.
0: Yep. It's uh, kind of a sit and watch, I think, with him. ACLs not so bad to come back from nowadays, but he had uh, other injuries to his leg, we've heard, so we'll see. Hopefully, he can come back because Baltimore should be a very, very, very run-heavy offense. Um, we've seen it before, not to mention they before he got hurt, he's, uh was a candidate to see increased receptions, increased targets. So we need him back cuz he he could he's one of those backs who could finish uh top 5 I think right now easily if he could uh, get back healthy so let's get him back. Uh next news item, Jerry Jones says Ezekiel Elliott needs to be our featured guy on our offense. He's entering his age 27 season. Um finished 7th 7th in PPR, 6th in standard last year. But you had the emergence of Tony Pollard. So, first of all, what is the outlook on outlook on Zeke? And then,
1: what does this do to Tony Pollard's value? Jeez, I mean, it doesn't feel like Zeke was a top ten running back last year. Not even close. Because <laughs> I mean, it was very uh, it was a very skewed year because he started out really good and then he kind of tailed off. Yep. Um, and I I mean I love Tony Pollard's game. Tony Pollard can do it all, mm-hmm. and Zeke is you know. <laughs> started to look a little iffy. And we kind of saw that at the end of sure. the 2021-22 season. Um, so that had that's a bit of a concern for me. But I don't really give a crap about anything Jerry Jones has to say. I agree. He, he may be the owner of the team, but he's not the one making the decisions on the field and, you know, drawing up the plays and calling the plays and deciding who gets what for snap shares. You know. um, so he, I'm sure his advice is taken into consideration, but it's not the end-all be-all. I yeah. I think we're going to see more of a split share where Zeke, they keep Zeke's legs fresh, especially for a Cowboys team that's expected to be, you know, a playoff team or at least a you know, a contender for the NFC week, NFC East. Um, So I think they're going to be using Pollard a lot to kind of spare Zeke. And also it's because Tony Pollard is also a talented running back in his own right. Who, mm-hmm. If I had my way, I'd just kick Zeke to the curb and have Pollard be the starting running back in Dallas because I think Pollard's way better.
0: Yep. I agree. Um, <sighs> Zeke has received... This season, he'll receive his 2,000th touch in the NFL. Um, that's a lot of a lot of touches. Uh, yeah, for they were giving
1: him a crazy team. amount of touches his first couple seasons in the league. It was yep. ridiculous. Yeah.
0: Plus, Tony Pollard, like you said, he he came on big time. Let's see here. Um, he came on. We'll go. We'll go week week nine on. Whenever he started getting hot, it looks like From week nine on he was. Uh, I guess not all that great. Running back forty one, but he came on definitely at the end of the season. Um, pretty hot. So. We're we're seeing a guy that has a ton of touches. He's going to be breaking down. They said last year that um, they wanted to keep him, keep him healthy and ready for playoffs. Um, they're always a team that is going to be there. They're going to win the division again this year. Their division is not great, so you're looking at a guy that. Is, Jerry Jones says this, but I don't think it's going to be happening because there's too much working against him. His age, number of touches, Tony Pollard, even his offense is more of a run – or a pass-first offense with Dak now. So, I don't think it's going to happen, but like I said, he's a very good running back, so I would still say he's going to finish probably top 12, be that running back one. So – we're going to get into the, uh, the meat of our uh, podcast today, the quarterbacks. We're going to talk about the contract year quarterbacks first. There's only two of them I, I saw, Lamar Jackson and Kirk Cousins. Um, first off, Lamar Jackson uh, finished 16th in uh, four-point and six-point last year. Um, he's currently going... QB 4 in Dynasty, 47th overall in 1 QB, and 14th overall in 2 QB. Um, Lost Marquise Brown this year, really only has Rashad Bateman and Mark Andrews. What do you think his outlook is?
1: Well, he doesn't really need much more than Mark Andrews, considering the way the Ravens offense is run. Mm -hmm. Um, We saw what he could do last year with Mark Andrews, and... (laughs) He was explosive. They were explosive as ever, and Lamar does everything with his legs, anyways. Probably uh, the most dynamic two-way QB in the NFL, I would say, with his unique blend of speed. And he's been working on his—he's been working on his arm. He can sling it downfield with the best of them. He had a good connection with Hollywood for a bit last year, mm-hmm. so he can—he can make plays with the—with uh, the arm. Otherwise, obviously, he wouldn't be a good QB. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's going to get paid very handsomely. He's going to be a top ten QB this year. And I think he's going to cement his status as a top five dynasty quarterback because I know there have been a lot of questions about that lately.
0: Yeah, I agree. Greg Roman, uh offense coordinator for the Ravens. I know this might just be coach speak, but he said this training camp is the best I've ever seen Lamar Jackson throw. So I know he's been working on it big time trying to improve his accuracy, uh, mechanics, stuff like that. But is this a proven year for Jackson? Because the Ravens really aren't jumping to sign him at all um he's still waiting on that big contract what do you think
1: yeah i think he's going to use that to influence him a bit be like yeah. oh they don't want to pay me well i'll show them that they should pay me and he's going to go off chip chip on his shoulder in essence
0: <laughs> yeah i agree i think lamar jackson is well worth it so they're going to be paying him I mean, if not then the ravens are really dumb so uh jackson or herbert who you got
1: that's tough yeah but i mean i would it's close but uh give me jackson i think i'm gonna, gonna go herbert
0: there just because uh the offense is probably gonna be better in la than it is in baltimore
1: i'm just a sucker for that rushing upside i agree what about jackson or burrow i would still take jackson
0: take jackson
1: Yeah.
0: Moving on to Kirk Cousins here. Um, I get the podcast except for me and Hugh and Nick. The po- the hate is real on Kirk Cousins, but uh, he's got Justin Jefferson, best running or best wide receiver in my in my opinion. Um, still has Adam Thielen, KJ Osborne, Smith Smith's coming back. He finished QB eleven and four point, QB nine and six points. Currently going is QB fifteen and dynasty, hundred um, fifth overall in one QB. 40s overall and two QB. What do you think his outlook is there?
1: Kirk Cousins gets a lot of hate. He's obviously not special. He's kind of uh, viewed as the middle of the pack QB, but I mean, his numbers last year were pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. Um, and he can sling it. I think he's going to be competent. I think he's kind of going to just be another middle of the road, really solid QB2 option. He's probably going to have a few QB1 weeks sprinkled in. I mean, when you have such a dynamic offense, when you have Dalvin Cook, when you have Justin Jefferson, when you have Adam Thielen, um, Irv Smith's breakout candidate this year, and bringing in Kevin O'Connell to run that offense, and we saw what he did for Matthew Stafford in that Rams offense last year. Who, boy, that was fun. Mm-hmm. And if he can even bring, you know, 50% of that to Minnesota, they're going to be such an explosive team. You You're not's only going to help Kirk Cousins more than anything else. So I think he's a guy that, you know, as much as we like to crap on him, I think he's a guy that could be in line for a really good season. I agree. Uh,
0: We saw um, Justin Jefferson earlier in the year saying this is no longer a run for his team. Um, So I think that, I I think Cousins is in for a big year. Um, As far as Dynasty, I'm not too sure because Kirk Cousins is uh, entering. I think he's only a 33. So Honestly, I think that they resign him, especially if they have a good year, because this might be the year to uh, to win their division with the Packers. That's true. To at them. so you might be looking at uh, division winners here. And if they do that, I think Kirk Cousins gets another another contract with them. So, like I said, man, I, I'm, I'm a believer in Kirk Cousins. I, I get a lot of people don't like him. I know you and Nick are just saying it, eh, but. The guy, the guy finishes QB 9 to 13, 14 every year.
1: I know. I, it just feels like he – I want to say flies under the radar, but I don't want to say that. I guess he's just – we're all, all kind of used to, you know, the, the jokes about primetime Kirk and about how he sucks in any big games. Mm -hmm. but the reality is is that he's not as bad as we make him out to be no i guess it guess is what i'm saying i'm still not enthused about him i still think i still think it's just mad because i always feel like there's better options on the board but if i had to i wouldn't mind taking him
0: so i know this one for this year will be brady but for dynasty cousins or brady
1: dynasty is cousins because i'm just waiting for brady to retire yeah for, the, for if it was redraft, you're giving me Brady, uh, 100. percent I time, agree with that. 100%. But for dynasty, Cousins is only 33, and QBs yeah. last a lot longer in this yeah. league. So
0: yeah, Cousins or Tannehill. Cousins. No. If,
1: again, but we they, talked about it earlier with Tennessee and their run-first offense. They don't throw the ball. Yep. So it's a Derrick Henry show until Derrick Henry retires. On to
0: QBs with QB one upside. Um, start with Dak Prescott he uh, said it himself that he'll run a lot more in 2022 he's coming off that uh, knee injury in 2020 last year so he's uh, should be running more he lost to Mari Cooper this year Um, got QB 7 and 4 point QB 6 or I'm sorry and 6 point QB 7 and both 4 point 6 point Uh, he's currently QB 11 in 1 QB and QB 10 and 2 QB um those seem really low for Dak. um what do you think
1: i think that Dak's gonna be a top 10 qb this year um he's gonna be healthy he loves to sling it i know they lost amari cooper but cd lamb's coming into his own as an alpha they have they still have i believe who did they keep they kept michael gallup they brought back michael gallup they drafted mm-hmm. Jalen Tolbert, who I think is uh, gonna be a, a sneaky play this year, who I, I love his talent out of South Alabama.
0: James Washington, um, Dalton. Right. Schultz.
1: Although he hasn't been doing too hot in camp from what I've yeah. been hearing and seeing. But yeah. they have Dalton Schultz who is coming into his own as a really good tight end, top ten tight end for fantasy. Yep. Um so they got the weapons there and we know what we know what Dak can do if they surround him with talent. The offensive line, while it hasn't as good it's not as good as it's been in years past, is still more than capable of keeping him upright. And if Dak is healthy, we can see him, like you mentioned, you know, run a little more. And we know he likes to throw to his running backs as well, so they can have a chance to get him some points as well with Zeke and Pollard. So I think they're kind of – he's being a little undervalued right now. If you can get him, you know, this this late in, um, you know, one QB or two QB leagues, I think you're going to be getting a QB one.
0: I agree. I think it's uh, really low um, for his outlook as far as uh... – who's being drafted before him? I mean, you got guys, ADP, QB, I would take, we'll go to QB. I would take uh, him over Jalen Hurts right now. Yep, I agree. I would take him over uh, Aaron Rodgers right now, Russell Wilson. Um, What about you with the other two?
1: Wilson and Rodgers. Yeah, I'm not sh- 100% sure about Wilson because I just love that situation in Denver this year, but I agree with the other ones.
0: Yeah. So I think you're getting a QB ve- with very good value. Um,
1: Absolutely, there's no so, question about that. As much as I hate the Cowboys, I mean, it's hard to argue that Dak Prescott is going to be really good for fantasy this year.
0: Yeah, Cee Lamb needs to step up though. Um, cuz especially with Cooper hurt, or Cooper out uh, yeah, I think this is going to be
1: his year. I think he's going to step up and be hopefully. an alpha. I think this could be – we could see wide receiver one CD land.
0: Hopefully. So let's go ahead and move on to Russell Wilson. Um, new team with my Denver Broncos. I'm so excited for this. Oh, yeah, your boy. Yep. Um, QB 15 in four-point and six-point last year. Currently QB 10 in uh, one QB and QB 11. So just opposite of uh, Dak Prescott um we've seen him we've seen him be be great in the past um
1: is this something where he's gonna have the opportunity to be great again i mean it's hard to argue against that
0: yeah
1: he's being put into a a really good situation to win he's got he's got weapons he's got protection way more than he's ever had in seattle I mean, and, and already stacked defense. I mean, the, d- the defense was never a question. It was, you know, what can they do to upgrade the offense? And that's what Russell Wilson's here for. Mm-hmm. And we've seen Russ do it with his legs. We know Ross has an absolute cannon for an arm. We saw what he could do with DK Metcalf. I think he and Cortland Sutton are going to replicate that and be a dynamic one-two punch. I think he and Tim Patrick are going to connect really well. And if Jerry Jude is able to stay on the field, you know, whatever concerns he's got going on there, I think mm-hmm. he can kind of be the, the Tyler Lockett of the offense.
0: Yeah. Who do you think is that number
1: one target? Do you think Courtland Sutton? I would have to say Courtland Sutton. I feel like that's – I know it's more the obvious choice, but I think it's the sensible choice because he's the most talented wide receiver out there who can do a little bit of everything. And, uh, I mean, Russ likes to throw to all his guys, but he usually has two that he kind of picks out, you know, like you did with DK and Lockett. And I think that Sutton's going to definitely be one of them.
0: Yeah. I think for sure he's a top ten quarterback this year. Um, that offense is too good right now for – for not to finish uh, his top 10. Uh, quick question Wilson or Lamar Jackson?
1: Is your love for Lamar Jackson higher? For Dynasty, you're giving me Lamar. Mm-hmm. But for this year, you're giving me Russ. Right. Maybe the next couple of years, you're giving me Russ. But yeah. the, the age gap is big enough. Well, for Dynasty, I would rather have Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I hear you. Because it. I don't think the talent's that too far off between them. No, not especially if Wilson starts running more. Exactly. So,
0: moving on to Kyler Murray. Um, He was out a couple games last last year, but still finished as QB 11 in four-point and QB 10 in six-point. But that could be wrong because we just went through that on the other one. So, scratch that. I'll get the numbers here in a second. But – uh he added Marquise Brown, but he's going to be without DeAndre Hopkins for the first six, six games this uh, year as he's suspended. Um, currently going as QB7 in 1QB and QB5 and 2QB. QB. Um, Will Hopkins' suspension cap Murray's ceiling in his first six games?
1: I don't think it's going to hurt him as much as people are making it out to be. Because okay. Murray's got plenty of other targets he can, he can go after. Because um, he he and Zachers seem to like each other. They draft the trade, in the second round. They're not just gonna sit him on the sidelines. And they brought in his old Oklahoma teammate in Hollywood Brown. Okay. So Kyler Murray's gonna have plenty plenty of targets to throw to. And
0: yeah.
1: Kyler Murray can do things with his legs that very few other people in the league can, save for Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. So Kyler will find ways to make things happen even without you know his best weapon on the field.
0: I think that uh, them. Trading for Marquise Brown definitely uh, probably made up that difference that they would have lost with uh, Hopkins being out the first six games. So I don't think it's really going to affect Murray at all. But do you think that the addition of Brown makes Kyler Murray a QB1 overall um, candidate in 2022?
1: I think he's a sleeper QB1 candidate, but I'm not going to put him out right in the candidates to be a QB1. You want to put him with Mer- or with uh, Herbert and Mahomes and Allen? I can't put him up there, not yet. No, uh,
0: Murray or Burrow.
1: Burrow, but it's really close. Really close. I heard somewhere that and it
0: was just an opinion, but it kind of got me thinking. Um, is Kyler Murray? The really only quarterback in the league right now that can give us five thousand yards uh, passing and one thousand yards rushing upside. <laughs> I mean, Lamar Jackson probably can't hit that five thousand yard
1: passing mark, but yeah, I mean, Kyler Murray here. If all the, if all the stars align, I mean, he's probably the best one capable of doing so.
0: Tyler Murray, I guess he's only been at three, as high as 3,900. Didn't think of that, but you know, he's got such immense throwing upside. He's, I mean, out of the rushing quarterbacks in the league, the true rushers, I think he's probably the best thrower. Yeah. So, out of Jackson, Hurts, those types of players. But... Would you consider Dak a, a running
1: quarterback? I would not.
0: Okay. So yeah, I mean, I don't think he's gonna hurt a whole lot. I uh, answered my question earlier. That I asked you, I would take. Uh, I think I'd take Murray over Burrow, but that's that's close for me. So we'll go and move on to Joe Burrow. Um, says he could run more with this offensive line being better. Um, He was coming off that uh, leg injury last year also, so he wasn't running as much, but I've heard that he does want to run a little bit more. Um, Finished QB 8, in four-point and six-point last year, Um, and then he's currently being drafted as QB 4 in one QB and two QB leagues. What do you think about him?
1: I think that's just about where he should go because Joe Burrow is a top-five quarterback. Yeah, I agree. He's the bottom of the top five, but top five nonetheless. Yeah. Yeah. We saw what he was able to do last year with the Bengals. I mean, made it to the freaking Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins, three really good wide receivers. They're finally figuring out how to protect them on the offensive line. They made severe investments in that offensive line this offseason as well, bringing in a lot of guys to help protect them. So that Mm -hmm. was huge. And, I mean, Joe Burrow is Joe Burrow. Yep. We knew what we knew. We knew what he was going to be when he came out of LSU. Joe Shiehsty. I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. He's talented. He can. He can sling it.
0: Oh yeah. He's got uh, probably the what, the best uh, wide receiver one two in the league. Also. Oh, absolutely. He's I mean, T. Higgins so.
1: would be a wide receiver one on a lot of other teams.
0: <laughs> Not to mention he has a pretty good wide receiver three in Tyler Boyd.
1: Oh yeah, so. Tyler Boyd would be a wide receiver two on a lot of teams. So, yep. So.
0: He set up for success for a long time. Yeah, I I,
1: that's without question. They are a really well set up team. I love the way – I love what they've done in Cincinnati.
0: Yeah, I agree. Would you take Burrow or Jalen Hurts?
1: Burrow, without question. I despise right. Jalen Hurts. Not right. ready. Well, then, this is going to be a next uh,
0: – good next guy here. Jalen Hurts. <laughs> oh, come on. Can we <laughs> talk about him? Can we one upside, guys? He finished, oh, uh, I guess. He, he finished uh, – QB9 last year. <laughs> so um, he added AJ Brown. Uh, his throwing uh, ability is not the greatest, but uh, he finished QB9 and four point, QB11 and six point. He's currently being drafted right behind uh, Burrow at QB6 and in one QB and QB7 and two QB. Um, well, his throwing ability just destroy his fantasy value, or do you think he's still going to be top ten with the rushing upside?
1: I mean, I don't think I've ever seen a QB be like that bad in real life, but still be really good for fantasy, like the way Jalen Hurts was last year. Like, he couldn't make a throw to save his life, but he was somehow still putting up twenty-plus point fantasy performances because of his legs and legs alone, basically. Yeah. So, I mean, if he was a running back, he'd be great. Um, but in all seriousness, uh, the Eagles did. Do some things to make him make him theoretically, you know, be better this year. Adding AJ Brown is obviously a huge step. Um, their offensive line is looking, you know, healthier and revamped. Uh, I, I guess he that... has the upside. I think he's going to be more top twelve, top fifteen, though, than anything else because I just think that his throwing capabilities are really going to hurt him.
0: Yeah, I read somewhere A.J. Brown is like the perfect uh, receiver for Jalen Hurts because I read read somewhere that A.J. Brown had the number one um, amount of receptions on uncatchable balls. So Jalen Hurts throws a lot of what we would call uncatchable uncatchable balls. Jalen
1: Hurts is the type of quarterback to just throw (laughs) it up and say, screw it, he's up there somewhere. Yeah. So I guess um, for AJ Brown, that's a good thing. Yeah, I mean it helps. AJ Brown's like what six three. Yeah. So and having Devontae Smith there certainly helps as well. Yeah. I, should, I should mention that and Dallas Goddard. Dallas Goddard. Yep. So, so it's not just a matter mention, of whether or uh, not Jalen Hurst can figure out who is throwing the ball to.
0: Not to mention uh, their running back, uh, not Sanders, but
1: uh, Gainwell. Gainwell's Gainwell and Kenneth yeah. Gainwell. I talked about this yeah. <laughs> earlier this year on yeah. on, on on um. Uh, on a Roto-E podcast, I said Kenneth Gainwell was a Dynasty guy like this year, and I yeah. got crapped on for that. <laughs> well, look at me now, Rick. Look at me now, boys. <laughs> Kenneth Gainwell season, baby. I've never gonna <laughs> hear any hate about that man again, alright?
0: Miles Sanders can get the hell out. <laughs> <laughs> um, quick question. Hurts or Stafford? Stafford. Hurts or Lance? Hurts. Nah. I go. Uh, I would go. I think I take Hurts above everybody just because there's uh. really upside. I'm a I'm a Jalen Hurts fan. <laughs> I think that uh, you know I, I've I've talked about Jalen Hurts a lot on Twitter. Yeah, um, you should not. I did a I did a comparison as far as stats go on uh, a lot of the top QBs right now on their first however many starts it was I can't remember. And he wasn't that far behind. He was actually in front of um, some other guys. I mean, I, I don't. This next comment is nowhere near me thinking that Jalen Hurts is better than Josh Allen, but he's actually started his career better than Josh Allen did. And now we know Josh Allen made the huge, never before seen jump that he did, but. Jalen Hurts can still make the jump, that is what I'm saying. So we'll see if he does, if he puts in that work, makes the jump, but we'll go and move on here. Derek Carr. He finished QB 14 in four-point and six-point. Uh currently QB15 in one QB, QB 13 and two QB. But he added Devontae Adams and gets back Darren Waller. Not to mention. Now he has a offensive-minded head coach, a very good offensive-minded head coach in Josh McDaniels. Um, will the addition of Adams make Carr that top 10 QB?
1: Yeah. I think it will be a, a top eight QB this year with Devontae Adams, a healthy Darren Waller, Hunter Renfro, uh, having Josh Jacobs. I think adding Zamir White is going to be a nice sneaky element to their to their game as well. Mm-hmm. Um just keeping him upright is going to be the concern. I don't have the most faith in the, the Raiders' offensive line, mm-hmm. um, but having Josh McDaniels is going to be a huge boost. He knows how to he knows how to make an offense better. He's been doing it for years, so I think this, um, honestly, this guy this guy is the limit this year at least for for Derek Carr and the Raiders. We'll see how it pans out, but I have a lot of faith.
0: I agree. He's a guy that I've been trying to trade for um, a lot lately because he's still being valued as that top fifteen. Uh, quarterback.
1: I actually, uh, funny enough, I made a I made a trade with Derek Carr yeah. in a dynasty league uh, a, a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. We uh, we had just transformed our league into superflex, so we made the rule that you can only have two QBs on your team. Mm-hmm. And I picked up Carr off of waivers, and I immediately just flipped him for three second round picks.
0: Yeah, I, I mean that's uh, it's not it's not horrible. Um, he I mean, may have been able to get a first in two seconds, maybe.
1: I think With he's card. worth the first at this point, but at the time, the the value wasn't going to be there considering the nature of the league. Yeah. If it was a set up dynasty, I guarantee you, I probably could have gotten a first. But it was it was a unique structure at the time.
0: Yeah, I think that Carr is kind of a better version of Kirk Cousins.
1: I, I was I didn't want to say it, but I was thinking yeah. like we all crap on Kirk. Cus- I yeah. at least I crap on Kirk Cousins. But I like their car, even though I yeah. feel like it kind of had a, a bit of a, a similarly structured path.
0: We'll go uh, Carr, car Cousins. Who you got?
1: Car I do have Carr. The, the situation is way better. No, Carr Stafford. I would still, I would still take Stafford, but it's closer than a lot of people would think. No,
0: nah. in dynasty, would you take Carr or Trevor Lawrence?
1: Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence still. Yes, Trevor Lawrence still.
0: I think I would too, but it's so hard because Jacksonville's not doing a ton to help.
1: I mean, they've, no, they've but they, they're they're bringing people, in the right guys, and Trevor yeah. Lawrence is only twenty two. Yeah, so. so I mean, come on, he just has first year in the league. We got to we have to give agree. him a little bit of time.
0: I agree. I, I think I'd still take Lawrence, but I think it's close because. The Raiders are giving Carr everything that they that he needs to be successful. Whereas Jacksonville's giving Lawrence something, but I mean, is uh Christian Kirk really gonna be all that big of a uh
1: scale turner? I don't know. Probably not. But we, also, talked, we talked about a while ago how much of an overpay that was. I mean, yeah, they spent a lot of money on a lot of very subpar wide receivers, yeah, and they the spent a lot of money on a very subpar tight end. I still hate Evan Ingram.
0: I agree. Let's go and move on. Last uh, QB that I think really has QB one upside that we're going to talk about in this category. There's there's a couple older guys, but we'll talk about them next. Matthew Stafford um, finished QB six and four point, QB five and six point. Um, Currently QB nine and one QB, QB eight and two QB. Um, Lost Robert Woods and Odell Beckham, but added Allen Robinson. In my eyes, Robinson's probably better than Woods at this point. I I think at least. Um, Does this, will that offense be be, even better with Robinson in there?
1: Hard to argue against it. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know Allen Robinson didn't have the best year, but again, I talked about that before. Matt Nagy was an idiot, he didn't know how to run an offense. And I honestly would not be surprised if he sabotaged Allen Robinson and the Bears, you know, multiple times last year. Because Allen Robinson was able to succeed for years upon years with just god-awful quarterbacks. I mean, his best season, he almost put up 1,600 yards with Blake Bortles. Mm -hmm. So giving him the best QB he's ever played with in Matthew Stafford, I actually think the sky's the limit. And with Uh, Cooper Cup helping to take attention off opposing defenses, that should open up a lot of opportunities for Allen Robinson. But focusing more on the Rams aspect of things, it's going to be really good for L.A. and for Matthew Stafford, the QB in question. Having two elite wide receiver ones, in my mind, because I think Al Robinson is a wide receiver one-type talent. Um, You know, having Cam Akers back healthy, I think, is going to be a huge um, boost as well if Cam Akers can be ready for for the start of the season, which I think he is. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, They have a good offensive line. Uh, They lost Kevin O'Connell, but, I mean, McVay, you know, Mm -hmm. one of the better head coaches in the NFL, so I'm not too worried about that. Yeah. So... Um, I, th- I think they're going to be another really good offense this year, and I think Matthew Stafford's a shoe in top 10 QB. I agree. I agree with you 100%. Um,
0: Stafford is – I mean, I've said this before last year. Stafford was a top 10 QB even in Detroit, I think. I mean, he's hes just good. He's been good all, all his yeah. career. I mean,
1: if you want to nitpick, I guess you could say the Rams could use a tight end. But I mean, yeah, again, could,
0: but Higby has shown has shown, uh, I guess, spurts of being a pretty good tight end.
1: Again, like I said, I, I think it's a nitpick. Good. But I guess if yeah. you really wanted to, you know, pinpoint something that the Rams would use to improve the offense, it'd be a more consistent tight end, I suppose. Because the flashes have been there for Higby, but he hasn't really put it together.
0: Yeah. Um. In dynasty, Zach or Mess Stafford or Zach Wilson
1: for dynasty. mm Hmm probably Stafford
0: about Stafford or Lawrence
1: still Stafford
0: I think i take Stafford above all those both both those guys there
1: it's tough because I, lo- I love my young QBs but Matthew Stafford is still going to be around for a little while and he's still really good
0: let's go yep. so move on to the old men I don't want to spend a ton of time talking about these guys because uh, we all know they're nearing the end of their careers Um, they're not going to be great for dynasty, but you got Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, and Matt Ryan. Um, Tom Brady QB3 and four point, QB2 and six point. So it's hard to go away from him because of that. But uh, got Rodgers QB5 and four point, QB6 and six point, and then Ryan QB19 in both four point and six point. We'll start with Brady. Obviously, Dynasty, I don't want him on any of my teams, but um, this year, kind of a year-by-year year, year basis with him. We have already talked about him in the, the news about uh, Julio Jones and Chris Godwin, so we'll go and skip that one. But uh, Aaron Rodgers lost to Bonte Adams this year. Um, do you have any faith right now in in Rodgers being able to be top 10 with his current wide receiver situation?
1: Aaron Rodgers is one of those QBs with the ability to elevate everyone else around him. And I think Aaron Rodgers is talented enough to be a top 10 QB, even without all the, uh, you know, the big name Devontae Adams, because he's still got two really good running backs in Jones and Dillon. I think he has a more well-rounded crew of wide receivers. Um, he's got the vet in Randall Cobb. He's got uh, Alan Lazard who I think is gonna, you know, have a chance to prove himself this year. He's got the rookie in Christian Watson, who's been who is really intriguing, and he's got a couple other guys. I think he, he's been gushing about Romeo Dobbs. Yeah. And they still have Amari Rodgers as well. So I think I think Rodgers are still gonna be pretty damn good this year.
0: I agree. I think he's probably if he is the top ten, he's gonna be like tenth overall. I don't see him finishing as the MVP again this year, um, but with that being said, I mean he's been MVP what two straight years now, so the guy is the guy is a great great football player. So he's definitely somebody who signed a three year contract I think with Green Bay, so he should be he should be around for at least the next two, um, but. I don't know if I would uh, if I would make a strong push to try to get Rogers on my dynasty fantasy football team. Yeah. Uh, but let's go ahead and move on to Matt Ryan here. Uh, switch teams to the Colts. It's going to be is this possibly the best team he's ever played with? I mean, it has to be right. I mean, twenty what twenty was it? Twenty eighteen. They went to the they went to the Super Bowl.
1: I thought, that a, I thought that was 2015. That was a long was time
0: it, ago. Was it 20, No, it was yeah, 2015 not. was uh, the Broncos. The Broncos. Won. Oh no! Sixteen.
1: 2016 was that top 15. Yeah. 28 to three. Yeah. So but the Wingo fans never like to let people forget about that. So yep.
0: does he have top 10 potential with this move?
1: Potentially, yes, but I think he's more top 12. Mm-hmm. He's gonna he's gonna hover around it. <laughs> Um, he's got the best offensive line. I mean, I think in the NFL cuz I love the Colts offensive line. Yeah, I agree. Um, he's got Jonathan Taylor who is going to take a lot of pressure off him. They're not uh you know, they're not going to be, you know, it's going to be easier for him to throw the football cuz teams are going to be worried about Jonathan Taylor. They're going to want to stack the box. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got Alec Pierce. They just drafted him in the second round. They got Michael Pittman who I really think is coming into his own as a wide receiver one. Um, they draft the Jelani Woods, who I think is just a sneaky good, who I think is going to be a sleeper tight end mm-hmm. as well. I mean, the Colts know what they're doing. They made a mistake with Carson once last year, and they've rectified that mistake. Carson um, Matt Ryan will do good things with this football team. I
0: agree. I think Matt Ryan. Hopefully, he's not like a Philip Rivers. Hopefully, he's more of a uh, Carson Palmer than a Philip Rivers, where he kind of goes into a new, a new team at the end of his career and puts up great numbers and possibly gets them to the Super Bowl. I think that Carson Palmer took Arizona to
1: the Super Bowl, right? One year. Yeah, I believe he did. So hopefully
0: he's more of a Carson Palmer than a Phillip Rivers. So we're going to move on here. Um, QBs you can take a shot on. Um, start out Baker Mayfield, Jared Goff. Um, out of both these guys, who do you think is going to – have a better chance at being relevant.
1: I think it's Goff without any doubt. I agree. We have seen Baker Mayfield really struggle in training camp. He's been outperformed by Sam Darnold. Yeah, I agree. Really yep. bad look the for Baker there. Mayfield. Yep. Um, whereas with Jared Goff, he doesn't really have anyone you know there to challenge him. Mm-hmm. And the, the Lions got a lot better. They're not getting a lot of – they don't think they get as much credit as they should for it. But the Lions really improved overall as a team. And I think they're going to be – they're going to be a team nobody wants to face. They're not going to be a really good team, mm-hmm. but they're going to be a team that fights and scratches and claws, and they're going to they're going to be tough for a lot of these you know competitive teams. Mm-hmm. Um, adding Jamison Williams and DJ Shark to boost that offense that already has um, Amon Ross St. Brown and DeAndre Swift and TJ Hawkinson and what is a really good offensive line, you know, with Penae Sewell, Frank Ragnow, I believe mm-hmm. Jonah Jackson. They're good. Yep. That's a that's a good offense. I agree. Their defense, you know, got a boost with Henderson. That's another story. We're not here to talk about defense, but their yeah. offense is good. It got I a agree. lot better. Jared going to have protection. He's going to have weapons. So if he doesn't succeed now, it's on him. And I don't think he was that bad last year. I just think the Lions really didn't get too many opportunities to score because of their defense.
0: I agree. Yep, I think I think Goff, I don't think he has anything like QB1 potential. but
1: Oh, no, but he can be a fill-in on oh, yeah. a bye oh, yeah, He, he can of. be a very good QB2.
0: Yep, I agree. I think he's got a top, top 15 upside for sure. So um, we will go and move on to the next two, Tua and Jameis Winston. You know, it shocked me to see this, but before Winston's injury – he was on pace to be a top ten to twelve quarterback um, for last year. That that's pretty good. Plus, he's added Alave and uh, Landry, and should be getting Michael Thomas back at some point. Who knows when? But should be getting him back at some point. Who do you got here? Tua or Jameis?
1: Give me Jameis. Tua got the better weapon, without question, in Tyreek Hill, but I'm not a believer in Tua's arm strength and Tua's accuracy still.
0: Is that the same for this year and Dynasty?
1: Yes. Okay. Um, And the Dolphins' offensive line isn't that great either. They've had a lot of struggles there moving guys around, which isn't Mm -hmm. the greatest. Um, Jameis got Jarvis Landry. He got Chris Olave, who... I love Chris mm-hmm. Olave. Me too. Probably my second best wide receiver in that class, which i yeah. stated before. And getting yeah. Michael Thomas back would be great if he can even be 75% of the Michael Thomas that we saw in his prime. Mm-hmm. Um, A better offensive line there still. I know Teron Armstead left. But we haven't me even mentioned
0: him. Alvin Kamara.
1: Right, Alvin Kamara. Mm-hmm. He might not even get suspended. He'll be good to yeah. go. That's fantastic for them. Yep. he be a great weapon. Yep. And I mean. they may have lost Teron Armstead, but they still got Ryan Ramchick and a few others on that offensive line, so they're still going to be above average. Mm -hmm. And Jameis can sling it. That's never a question. Jameis can throw the football. And if he gets a full full season at the helm, he could throw for 4,500 yards and 30-plus touchdowns.
0: I agree. I agree. We've seen it before. He's been 5,000 and
1: 5,030. We saw saw what he did in Tampa Bay. You know, we all like to make fun of the interceptions, but he can sling it.
0: I agree, and he was—he only—he th- was on pace. He had a fourteen to three
1: uh, QB yeah, see, that's to He's If he's learning okay. to cut down on the turnovers, he's—he could be a sneaky good QB, like low end QB one we're talking. He could end up in that range.
0: I agree. I agree. I think he's probably got QB one. He probably should have been in the other. You, you
1: could argue we should have put him in that QB one yeah. conversation yeah. You know, for, for sleepers. Yeah, I, I, yeah,
0: he should be in that other category. So. <laughs> We're going to move on here. Our last three here, Daniel Jones, Ryan Tannehill, and Carson Wentz. Oh,
1: we get to talk about my
0: boy? The shit of the shit. Oh, I'm just joking. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, um, I mean, he hasn't yeah, been that good in training camp so far. but um, Yeah, but he's got uh, – I mean, it's still Brown early, D. so I don't want to harp too much about what goes on in training camp. Yeah. Um, it's only he's a couple a days reporter, in. But so. Daniel Jones has been one of the more frustrating QBs, I suppose. For fantasy, because he's displayed some um, really good rushing upside. I think he's one of the better runners, not named um, Kyler Murray or Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Um, he does.
0: I mean, he had, what, almost 300 yards and two touchdowns? So.
1: Yeah. Uh, and he can throw the deep ball. His yeah. accuracy is a question. And turnovers are the big thing for him. Daniel mm-hmm. Jones needs to learn to just hold on to the football and stop making bad decisions. Um, but having a really offensive-minded coaching staff with Dave Wilkakis should help him. Having a better offensive line, adding Evan Neal and Mark Lewinsky is going to be a big help to solidify that right side. Um, having a healthy – having healthy weapons. The Giants always have injuries. They're the, I've read that they're the mm-hmm. most injured team in the NFL over the past 10 years, yep. which is remarkable. I still think it's the turf at that godforsaken stadium. Yeah. Um, but, you know, having a healthy safe on <laughs> Barkley, Kenny Galladay staying healthy. Kadarius Tony and Wandell Robinson have been playing
0: incredibly well. That's what we I've heard. That's, that's so, what I was going to ask you. I not, Robinson Tony Robinson Tony or um, Galladay as the wide receiver one.
1: Tony. Tony, you think? Tony had, Tony. Tony was explosive last year in those I stints agree. he was on the field, and he's been healthy in camp. Yeah. He's been showing off his skills, and I think he's the best. I think he's the most talented, athletically and skill based.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: on this team. is just a physical go-and-get-it guy, but he hasn't really been doing too hot. Um, yeah. I think Wanda Robinson's cadary is Tony Light, but I think he's going to get as easy as a gadget guy. Yeah. So if, if these guys can stay healthy, um, dango Jones should at least be uh, a quality QB2 option, if nothing else. Do you think, do you, would you take Jones over Tannehill and Wentz? <laughs> I would take Tannehill over Jones, but not Wentz. I just, ugh, curse Carson Wentz is bleh.
0: You know, I think I'd actually take Jones over Tannehill. You would? Okay. I think I would. I think that the upside is higher for Jones than it is for Tannehill. I think the floor is higher for Tannehill than Jones, but upside, I think Jones, with all those weapons and the addition of Brian Dable with what he did with Josh Allen.
1: The fact that it's also a contract year for Jones, too, means he's got something to
0: prove. Is it? Okay.
1: Because they declined his option.
0: That is true. I forgot all about that. So yeah.
1: You know, you you make, you make a good point. But yeah. I think I'll still stick with Tan for the floor option, if nothing else.
0: Yeah, for sure. That will be it for the quarterbacks here. Let's get uh, our couple trades here. Um the caption for this, just rob this guy for two firsts for these washed up players. 12 team, superflex, tight end premium. Tell me, I'm the man. Is he the man? 2023 first, 2024 first for Travis Kelsey, Derek Carr, and Michael Thomas.
1: I can't even read that. That's so small. Yeah. So what is that? Is that Carr and a f- two first for, Kelsey, two first for Kelsey, Carr, Kelsey Carr and Thomas? Carr
0: and Thomas, Michael Thomas.
1: And this is Dynasty.
0: This is. It just says 12 team Superflex Tight End Premium. I would assume it's Dynasty
1: because of the. Uh, pay a uh, duh picks. Uh, <laughs> part pardon part my momentary lapse. Um, <laughs> but that guy obviously wants to push the chips in the win now, so I don't blame him for that. But if we're I mean we're talking ooh, two two first round picks for all for you know old guys, I would take the picks. You
0: take the picks on
1: this? I think I would. It's close, it's close, but I think I would take the picks. I'm gonna switch I know, a I little think- bit. I, I, I want the picks, I want the shot at the young studs. Like, I've been talking about, you know, Travis Kelsey is really good, but I don't want to have a guy on my team and have him die on my team. That's like my worst fear for, for fantasy football.
0: That's true, but...
1: See, in I my mind, know. Derek Carr is the best piece of this.
0: Yeah. Um, so I think that'd, be, that'd
1: probably be the one thing I wouldn't want to, you know, I would want not want to see go if I'm the one getting the pick. Yeah. I don't know. Because I mean, Michael I, Th- we don't know where you're getting with Michael Thomas and Travis Kelsey is has to be reaching the end at some point.
0: Yeah, but, you know, I don't know if this was the time to sell him because this is tight end premium. You're probably – if you wait for that first big tight end injury, you might be able to get two firsts just for Kelsey on a contender during the season. Right now is not really the time I don't think to be selling these guys. I mean, maybe Carr, but Thomas. Let have him come back, and if he comes back as that, as that uh, great option that we've seen him, Thomas, I think is worth at least two flag, two uh, firsts if he comes back to form.
1: That's Tom, a mighty big if.
0: Yeah, it's a mighty big if, but he could. Uh, we could be looking. We've said that Thomas is. We haven't seen him in in two two years now, pretty much. Well. What if we haven't seen him in two years and he's he's still the best? I mean, he's had yeah, I mean, two years no, off. No, his no. body his body hasn't taken the hits that uh, usual normal wide receivers take. I mean, there's there's that chance that yes, he sucks, but then there's that chance that maybe talent is just talent. And he's
1: you could also you know you can argue that obviously now may not have been the best time to sell, but I think for selling now, that's not the worst price in the world.
0: Yeah. For sure, I, it's, I think, not like, it's not it's
1: not like a closer, but It's it's close enough that I think I'd rather take the shot on the first rounders. But anyway, yeah. moving on.
0: Trade two, twelve team PPR super flex. Uh, start two running backs, three wide receivers, one flex. Um, what is this? Mark Ingram, Evan Ingram, and Justin Jefferson for Allen Robinson, DK Metcalf, and a twenty twenty three second.
1: Doesn't matter. Justin Jefferson side. All right. All right.
0: It doesn't matter any type of league at all.
1: It does not
0: What now? Dynasty? We don't see DK Metcalf playing with uh, Drew Locke and Geno Smith forever. Just no, we don't. Well, we all playing the with
1: them for the short term and maybe for the next couple of years. Whereas with Justin Jefferson, I feel like he's going to be locked in with Kirk Cousins, who I know is still a pretty good court. No, we don't. We don't like to talk about it, but who's still a <laughs> decent option at quarterback? Yeah. And I would, I think I would still, I would, you know, if I'm getting, if I was just getting Justin Jefferson, I'm, as far as I'm concerned, the Engrams don't exist. Okay. I, oh, I see this as Jefferson, Jefferson for, for Robinson, Metcalf, and I, I was a second. Right. If I'm getting Jefferson, I still do that in a heartbeat. No, right. I
0: agree. Yeah, I was just, I was just kind of playing devil's advocate. Oh, there. of course. As, as you I should. It's good.
1: good to look at both sides, but I think yeah. I would, I would rather, I like how this person graded it A and B
0: yeah yeah exactly
1: i would yeah i would rather have the jefferson side because justin jefferson is the wide receiver one
0: i agree i think i i've been doing some research on on these guys and i think jefferson is the wide receiver one over chase so um last trade here justin herbert a 2023 third and another 2023 third for zach wilson a 2025 fifth or first 2023 20, second and 2024 20, 20 20, second. Wow. Is, is so Justin, a Herbert, crack? Justin Herbert and two thirds for Zach Wilson, a first and two seconds.
1: Yeah, see, see that that comment by the first guy underneath that trade, like you're <laughs> you are you are absolutely shitting me. Like that's I, the best comment. I agree. Because who in their right mind traced Justin Herbert for just one first alongside Zach Wilson? You know, I Zach Wilson has some upside in dynasty, <laughs> but I mean come on, Justin Freaking Herbert, who's only like a year or two older than him, is already a top five option. Yep. If you're going to be selling him. You got to be getting a lot more than that. That's, a, that's Hell yes. a
0: joke. Hell yes. I'm seeing Justin Herbert type players going for four firsts.
1: Yeah.
0: And you're selling him for one first and two seconds, pretty much.
1: What an idiot.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. I uh, I definitely 100% does not matter to the league, Justin Herbert side. My so God. that will do it for us. Um, Make sure you guys uh, go to the site and get on to the podcast that we're going to be doing for charity um, for the Dumb Friends Humane Society, trying to get some some money for them. I think we raised, like I said, about $300 last year, so we're hoping to double that at least this year. So get into that and then get into the leagues that uh, we're going to be doing for it also. Yeah, we've got a lot of good articles still coming out every every week, and that other podcast is killing it. Um, so make sure you guys turn and tune to that. But that is all I've got for today. Um, hope you guys have a good week, and we'll see you next week.
1: See you next week, guys. Thanks for listening. The back is not far fed we got a couple of clock hands. I've been feeling super duper. How the heck they know the future. Come with me. Don't be a loser. Grass is green like poopers scoopers. Clueless analysts don't do the half of this. In fact, I'm backing this by asking if y'all remember that tough act. Interact and shh. Like boom, running like zoom. The highest and mightiest has entered the room. High off the knowledge. I'm feeling the fumes. All players covered. this, nuts. It's legumes. Opponents are doomed. And these are the facts. I keep it 100 like I'm running track. And listen up. Jack, I'm head back, back to the blowin' up blowin' up blowin' that go